Hi, and welcome to this new episode. In today's episode, we're going to go over three causes and three solutions for a sore throat after singing. Let's dive into it. Hi, Maggie here, and as a vocal coach, it is my privilege and honor to work with passionate singers just like yourself. If you love to sing, but maybe believe that you're not good enough yet, that you can't really learn to sing those high or low notes without hoarseness, or maybe you struggle with insecurities, well, then this podcast is for you. During our time here together, you'll get tips, tricks, and motivation to grow as a singer, develop your voice, and make your big singing dreams come true. So, ready to take your singing to the next level? Let's go! Hey, here's just a little note before we continue. As you know, we have a YouTube channel called The Singing Insiders. If you want to see the video version of this episode, please head on over to YouTube, type in Singing Insiders and watch the video there. This is the audio recording of that video, but if you need any image, then go over to YouTube. Hi, I'm so glad that you're here. This episode will show you three causes of a sore throat after singing and most importantly, also three solutions to improve your singing. Because this is one of the many mistakes that beginner singers make and that's thinking that having a sore throat or even hoarseness after singing is normal. I have many singers that I work with that come to me and say, oh, I had band practice today and I'm a little, I have a little sore throat or I'm a little bit hoarse, but that's okay, tomorrow that will be over. And that is a huge signal, warning sign for me, because that tells us something. Having a sore throat or having hoarseness after singing is a huge sign that our body gives us that says, Warning, you're doing something wrong with your voice. And most of the time, it has something to do with your vocal technique. So we're going to be looking at that. Now, another mistake that many beginner singers make is um, continuing to sing when experiencing that sore throat or continuing to sing when they experience that hoarseness. Because we think oftentimes like, oh, it's not a big deal, you know, it's gonna be, it's gonna be finished by tomorrow. And then we continue to sing on those damaged vocal cords and that might actually make things worse. We don't want to have that. So once we are aware of those mistakes, the first one thinking that it's normal to have a sore throat and the second one continuing to sing on a sore throat, once we are aware of these mistakes, we can actually do something about it. And that's where we're slowly transitioning into the world of the trained singer. And the trained singer, well, they know that signs like a sore throat or hoarseness is a sign of wrong voice use. So once you notice that with yourself, once you notice like, oh, I'm hoarse, okay, I did something wrong. And then you can calibrate and look at, okay, what was it? What can I improve on when I'm singing? Also, the trained singer is looking for solutions to, to improve their singing so that they can prevent this from happening in the future. We want to prevent that as much as possible. So as you know, we're always operating from the Sing Yourself to Freedom formula, which are four pillars, mindset, 
vocal technique, creativity, and connection. Today, we are in the vocal technique pillar. In other words, we're building that backpack full of techniques and tools that you can use to use your voice in a better way and to experience that vocal freedom. Being able to sing high notes, low notes, all the notes in between, that's vocal freedom and vocal technique will get you there. So let's look at those three main causes and solutions to why you might experience a sore throat after singing for a long period of time. The first one is tension. And this is a broad word, tension, because you can have tension around the larynx, you can have tension in your abdominal muscles. I am talking about tension around the larynx. We need to have tension around our abdominal muscles when we're singing. We want to be activating that diaphragmatic breathing. So the tension around our belly, that's good tension. I'm talking about the tension around our larynx, in our neck. So I'm talking about the moments where you're pushing or straining your voice. Many people will sing high notes and push their voices to get there. They will try and squeeze it out. And maybe you recognize yourself in this. I mean, I, I've been there. I was a squeezer. I was always squeezing the high notes out until I discovered the power of mixed voice. So oftentimes, a way to release that tension is to work on your diaphragmatic breathing. Because many times, singers will put that tension in their throat or on their larynx or all the muscles around the larynx to squeeze out the sound. If we can take that tension from here and put it down here in our abdominal muscles and open up this space, 90% of the time that will do the trick. All the singers that come to me experiencing hoarseness, sore throat, all those problems, 90% of the time the only thing we have to change is this, taking the tension that they feel around the larynx and using that tension with the abdominal muscle, activating the breath support, activating the diaphragmatic breathing. That is solution number one. So if you think or if you notice that your diaphragmatic breathing is not 100% um, on point, like if you cannot automatically apply that when singing, this is the first thing that we need to be looking at, diaphragmatic breathing because that will release the tension and take it away from the larynx. And we're actually going to use that energy in our abdominal muscles. Okay, so that was the first one. The second cause for a sore throat when we're singing is the wrong or no vocal technique. What do I mean by that? Um, vocal technique is something that many singers are looking for online, for example, if you're starting to sing, the first thing that you might type into Google is how to learn to sing. And then you get all sorts of videos of you need to activate your head voice, you need to develop your mixed voice, you need to um, activate your diaphragmatic breathing, you know, um, you need to add some twang or bite or cry. So there's many vocal techniques to discover. And oftentimes, whenever you're feeling tension, that means you're doing something wrong or you're not applying the right vocal techniques at that time. Let me give you an example. I worked with someone who sang the song, I think it was Creep by Radiohead. And so it was really low. And during her band practice, the band members told her that she, they wanted to have, you know, loud voices um, during the verses. So they wanted to have big volume, 
loudness. And so what this person did was push everything she got <laughs> to have more volume and to get loudness. That's an example of using the wrong vocal technique in that particular musical context. What we want to do in the lower pitches to get volume is, for example, using twang. And so when we worked on adding twang, instead of pushing all the air through to get the volume, we're working with twang and brightness to get the volume, that cleared her problem. And so it might be that you're using a particular vocal technique, but in the wrong musical context. So knowing which vocal technique to apply when, that's the key here. That's the solution to this. Also, switching between registers is a really important one because oftentimes, and that comes back to number one, the tension and the poor vocal technique has to do with not switching on time between registers. So there's actually two solutions here. First is developing the knowledge about which vocal technique you can use at what point in time. And second, there's also developing that skill of changing between your registers on time, going from chest voice to mixed voice to head voice and back. Oftentimes when you experience hoarseness or tension, it's because you have switched too late. Maybe you've, you've strained your head voice up too high and you haven't switched to mixed voice. Does that make sense? So two solutions for this one. Let's look at the third cause. The third cause of having that sore throat is really simple. It's a lack of hydration. So whenever we're singing, our vocal cords have this coat of mucus around them. And we want to keep that very well hydrated. We want to keep that um, nice and, and, and um, moist. And oftentimes when we're talking, because the vocal cords will hit each other more often when we're talking or singing, that can start to dry out. If you don't hydrate them and the, it keeps on drying out, that will cause irritation. So a simple solution here is to drink more water. <laughs> About a liter and a half a day is perfect. And if you feel that that's not enough, you can even start doing other things to hydrate your vocal cords, like steaming, nebulizing. All those things are great to hydrate your vocal cords and keep it all very moist so that when they're hitting each other, it doesn't irritate. So the three causes of a sore throat after singing for a while is first, um, tension. Second, poor vocal technique. Third, lack of hydration. The solution for that is activating your diaphragmatic breathing. Make sure that the tension that you feel around the larynx gets transferred to our abdominal muscles. Second, make sure to switch between registers on time from head voice to mixed voice to, to chest voice. And also knowing what vocal technique you can apply when. That is such an important one. And then the third or actually the fourth solution is drink enough water, hydrate the vocal cords, steaming, nebulizing, all those things. Those are the three main causes to get a sore throat after singing. And those are the four main solutions to combat that. So I am very curious to see what you're going to be doing this week to put all of this into practice. I challenge you to take one of those. If you recognize yourself in just one of those, please, please, please make work of that. If you recognize that you have poor vocal technique, then do something about it. 
By the way, in a few short days, I'm actually doing a training about the most powerful vocal technique. So that might be a nice first step to develop yourself further. This training is completely free. You can sign up using the link. I'll, I'll link to it in the description here below. Um, but this is a beautiful first step to really get that vocal technique in shape so that you know which vocal technique to use when and you know when to transition between all of those registers. So go do that. That's your homework. I'm looking forward to see you on that free training. And if I don't see you there, then I'm hoping to see you here again very soon. Thank you so much. Bye. I'm giving you a virtual high five. Wow, that was amazing. Was it just me or did that go by way too fast? Now, if you don't want to stop here and you want more singing tips, tricks, and exercises, head on over to www.singinginsiders.com. Also, if you liked and valued this episode, be sure to subscribe to this show, share it with your friends, and leave a review so that we can reach even more singers and spread the power of singing. So thank you for being here. Thank you for your enthusiasm and support. And I look forward to see you here again soon. Bye.